a lot. You ready, Cabbage? Play the music. Is it playing or what? What's going on? Why isn't it playing now? Sorry. Oh, no, I know why that's not playing. <laughs> Try that again. Right here, right. This is Aussie Mac Zone. We'll cover everything Apple, including Macs, iPhones, iPads, and more. All this from an Aussie perspective. Sit back, relax, insert yourself into the zone. The Aussie Mac Zone. Zan, how are you tonight? Fantastic, Michael. How are you? Good. There we go. Excuse me. Back up to there. Gee, Willikers. Well, the sound's definitely working. Yeah, good. How's your headphones? Excellent. Excellent. And we're about the same volume, Karen? Yep. Yep, okay. Been given the okay from the third party. Excellent. So, comments are there already. Love the intro from Kellyanne. How are you? Thanks, Kellyanne. We love the intro too. Yes. And are we all good this week, Zan? Yes, we are. Yep, good. We are good. I'm so. sitting gummy bears. Kellyanne, I'm sitting gummy bears. <laughs> now, where are we? I've got our Aussie Apple ramblings this week. Yes. Start with, I'm just waiting for him to turn up. Here we go. Apple has started shipping iPhone 12 and iPhone 12 Pro pre-orders ahead of Friday release. 9 to 5 Mac reports the first iPhone 12 and iPhone 12 Pro pre-orders have started shipping to early buyers. As usual, this doesn't mean you should expect your iPhone 12 order to arrive earlier than the October 23 release date. But you could be lucky, of course. So here's to everyone. Um, yes. And I couldn't even go in and look at any today at Apple uh, because they're not allowed to have them until Friday. And then they'll have some to look at and then we'll know why and what they've oh, got. I hope, they, <laughs> I hope they do. Yeah. Yeah. So story two. Sorry? Story two? Yeah, story two. Yeah. If Facebook and Google limit services in Australia, could the ABC run a social network? The Guardian reports a new paper suggests a public-funded replacement could be, <laughs> sorry, could be form part of the government's response in a tech giant's limited access. <laughs> Publicly funded social network ran by the ABC has been, has been proposed as one of the possible responses if Facebook and Google limit services in Australia when the mandatory news code becomes law this year. Facebook has warned it will block Australians from sharing news if the landmark plan to make digital platforms pay for news content becomes law. Google has been running a public campaign against the code and launched an international campaign targeting YouTube, uh, YouTube users when the government announced it would force the company to pay news publisher 
for content. Google public, uh, Google's public campaign has in, included videos using comedians in attempts to s- simplify the issue. Yeah, yeah so I've seen a couple notes. of ads. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so I've seen a few ads too. And there's um, notes there uh, if you want to check it out. Now, I just want to say, uh, mostly to the government, uh, that no one, nobody will use your government publicly funded service. Nobody. It's a ridiculous idea. <laughs> oh, I, I probably wouldn't go that far because if I was only talk, only talking to people in Australia, then then it's an idea, right? No one's going to use it. It's a government-funded social media watchdog. But people already use it. There's a, there's no, already no. chat on the ABC anyway. So yeah, but that's yeah. talking about content. Yeah, yeah, they're talking. You know, they're, they're, that's fine to discuss what's going on in Four Corners or on Q and A and yeah. things like that. Of course, you know, I, I I think that's brilliant, and that is there for a reason because people want to talk about that on that forum because they want to be heard on that forum and i completely agree with that because i would if i watch q a and something that i would you know had something to say that's the forum i would use but to try to replace facebook and all that sort of stuff with a government watchdog (laughs) is ridiculous everybody yeah Well, it's 1984. It really is. It's just ridiculous. We might as well, you know, we've already stopped most people coming into the country. Now our borders are closed. Now the government want to close down social media so we can only talk to each other. (laughs) Okay, on the other foot. Only about the things they suggest that we can talk about. Why do Facebook Mm. have to pay... The Sydney Morning Herald. When I put up a a story from the Sydney Morning Herald, um, so that I can get other people in Australia to see that story, why should Facebook have to pay for that? Facebook should just tell Murdoch Media to get stuffed anyway. Who knows their news? <laughs> yeah. So right. that that's the my challenge. Opinion. This is only my opinion. All right. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't have to listen to me, uh, and I know most people don't, so it's okay. <laughs> but Murdoch Media, uh, Facebook, and Google, and all that should just talk, tell Murdoch Media to get stuff. Like, don't pay him. Why does he need more money? Why does that company need more money? Because, because that side of the world's disappearing. What side of the world? The the press side of the world. All, all of the country newspapers that closed down at the beginning of the COVID thing because there was no advertisers. Mm-hmm. So and when was the last time you read a newspaper? Well, we used to read them every Sunday for something to yep. do, basically. Yep. Now yep. we don't. Yep. So that's the challenge. So it is a challenging period. <laughs> yeah. These country, these country newspapers are free anyway. A little country newspaper. So they're normally some some, uh, some are paid. Yeah, 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 you're right. You might pay a dollar for it. You know, something like that. And the news agency, 
Um, but that's fine. Yeah, pay a dollar for your subscription. But if you're coming onto a social media platform and you are allowed to use advertising within your... So you come onto Facebook, like we do. Yeah. We can pay to have advertising and have ads and, and things like that. And if we, yeah. if we do that, we make money. All right? If we were to have advertising and, you know, all of a sudden I, you know, pulled up something and said, you know, well, you know, this is this and, you know, is this. You know, it makes you money. Um, when you watch a video on YouTube, if you don't pay for subscription on YouTube, you get ads. That's right. And these ads pay YouTube to do that. That's how you're going to make your money. Why not go that way? If print media, especially small town print media, has died out, then they need to move forward. And it's unfortunate that that has died out because of such a silly thing that happened, like COVID. But if they want to keep going, and these writers and journalists want to make money, this is their avenue. You know, start a YouTube page. Mm -hmm. Start a social media page. Use the advertising that these social media networks are offering. But don't, like, why? Why would you go <laughs> with the government-funded social media? It just seems so ridiculous. And I think, and, and Murdoch Media, like, trying to gouge Facebook for money <laughs> is just seriously <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> if they want each other's money, what we should do is put them in an arena, arena and whoever wins the fight can have some of their money. <laughs> because that's entertainment. Yeah. I would love to watch Zuckerberg, you know, punch out Murdoch or vice versa. <laughs> It'd be hilarious. So, yeah, that's my crazy rant for that. So you got your two bobs worth out of the way now? <laughs> I have, I have. Sound like my father. <laughs> I'll tell him you said that. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll send Can it over on Facebook, on the news sure. section. You don't know Facebook. You don't know Facebook. People follow him on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> so, story three. Sony yep. cameras gain Mac webcam support with imaging edge software. 9to5Mac reports this year we've seen a host of camera manufacturers release support for using their hardware as a Mac webcam. Now, Sony is the latest to debut support. So far, we've seen Mac webcam software arrive from Canon, Fujifilm, Olympus, and also the handy Reincubate Camo that lets you use your iPhone as your Mac's camera. That's what I'm using tonight with my iPhone 11. It's, of course, a handy way to improve your Mac's camera for video calls without having to buy a dedicated webcam with prices going up to $200 for 4K ones. After previously launching for Windows in August, Sony has joined the Mac party today, making its Imaging Edge webcam software available for Apple's desktops and notebooks. The Imaging Edge webcam software for Mac supports over 30 of Sony's cameras. It requires at least Mac OS 10.13 and supports Mac OS Catalina, but notably doesn't mention compatibility for Mac OS Big Sur right now. 
but that hasn't been released. So there's a list of cameras and stuff in the link on our show notes. And just with regards to the reincubate camo that I'm using, I it's um, not free. It's about $5 or $10 or something from memory. <clears throat> you put one piece of software on your phone and one piece of software on your Mac. Um, but so far it's been really good with the iPhone 11. It's been in sync and hasn't been slow and all. But when I had the iPhone 6 and the iPhone 5, they, they were really crappy using the same bit of software. And it's, that's obviously just the difference within the phone and talking. So just keep that in mind if you're going to use yep. an older phone because they talk about using older phones as, as your camera, right? Yeah. But, yeah, so it's just not quite that easy. Yeah. If your older phone is so old that it just doesn't work properly. <laughs> or, for instance, Kelly uh, Ann's iPhone 6 um, Plus that she has, yeah, camera that's never worked. It's yeah. always been garbage. And uh, so, even, well, we we even we took it, it was okay at first, but it just got worse, worse, worse. To the point now, you can't even take a photo with it at all. Yeah, and um, it sort of by the time it was that bad, it had run out of warranty, and we took it in to talk to them about it, and they wanted just stupid amounts of money for it. Yeah, and so you don't bother, like, <clears throat> yeah. So remember, you can use the mute button. I'm just reminding you from last week. Oh, that's right. Thank you. <laughs> so gaming, gaming. Yes. Mm. So, game. No, I mean, thank you. Oh, that's a, yep. that's a really good shot. <laughs> um, I hadn't seen that yet, so awesome. Well done. <laughs> the only way, reason I said that is because I was just in there while I was playing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's called No Way Home. Uh, it's a cool little uh, cartoon um, space shooter game. I think. Um, Sort of, oh, Galaga, not Galaga, asteroid type sort of control shooter game. But it's got a lot more to offer than just that. You get to go into places like Welcome to the Arcade. This is the arcade where you can and do things. If you've got money, you can go and play games in, in, inside a game, a game inside a game, which is cool. Um, it's based in the future where. A colony of us have gone into space. We're in a, a deep sleep. Something goes wrong. The spaceship explodes, but the emergency pod and helper robot gets the captain out. And her name is Captain Chow. Um, she has a tiny little ship, which is that ship um, I was talking about. She then has to venture through different portals to a Stargate to find work, to make money, to eventually, hopefully, find her way home or make a home somewhere in space. I, I thought it was a really cool storyline. I really, really liked it. Um, I haven't played any of these sort of space fighter games uh, Apple had to offer. Um, now I don't know why I haven't because this was really cool. <laughs> um, it was a fun 
game, the interactive part of it with um, we've seen the arcade. There's also a bar where you go in and you find work. There's also a workshop uh, where you can get mods for your, your ship to make it better. And it's all, uh, you know, sort of AI interactive. Uh, very cool. It's very funny. Uh, delightful. Again, these are all family-friendly games. And they're, they're yeah. honestly fun yeah. for everybody. Uh, it's, it's funny and delightful. It really is. <laughs> I really think Apple is trying their hardest to sort of uh, get the, the into the market full-time. I don't think they're, 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 they are taking this seriously. It's not just a stab in the dark. You know, maybe we can get a, a chunk of that, you know, uh, video game change. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I actually think they are really trying to do it, and it shows uh, in the way these games are, are laid out. It shows with the thoughtfulness of the companies they've chosen to make these games. I'm so impressed every every week did I do a game review? I'm. It sounds like I'm repeating myself. It honestly does. It sounds like I'm amazed by every video game I've ever played, but <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I hate so many video games. I hate a lot of video games, and I'm not normally this happy about video games. I'm, but I'm impressed with the energy and um, thoughtfulness and, and the game ability for all ages that Apple have really sort of put into this arcade system. Yeah. Um, I can't speak highly enough about this platform. They really have it. I've been able to play every game with my three-year-old, who's now four. <laughs> just turned four. I had a met there because if I called him a three-year-old and he was watching, he would have been upset. Um, <laughs> I play it with my five-year-old. Uh, you know, and uh, my two-year-old likes to watch and, you know, pretend he's playing too. Uh, but they are those sorts of games where the kids can be involved. And, you know, it's not like GTA where it's got a R rating or anything like that. And I can see that Apple are at the moment, for, they may go on to make, you know, sort of more heavier content games like that. But at the moment, they're looking for something that everyone can enjoy mm -hmm. um, and, and it's working well for us anyway and Good. Apple TV yeah. making yeah, Apple TV making it available on Apple TV and making it interactive on that level so the kids get that taste of video games and we have that fun we all get together and laugh doesn't make it an antisocial thing uh, where we've talked about this uh, you know, in past episodes with Fortnite and things like that that can become quite antisocial yeah. Um, these games aren't, you know, that they're made to, oh, especially the ones on the Apple TV, they're, they're made to be fun for the family. And and so I'm impressed and I'm constantly impressed. I, the reason I've spoken so much about that sort of thing is because I've read over some of the stuff I've, I've said about these and it seems like I'm, uh, I'm biased because it's Apple and they can do no wrong or that I'm just saying the same thing over and over again, you know, because, you know, I, yeah, I'm amazed by every game and I'm not, I'm just impressed uh, of, of a new platform that they've thought out quite well 
and have made uh, something that's family friendly. Excellent. Yes. Yep. Excellent. So, no, no way home was great. I know. Again, I, I ranted about something completely different, but it had to do with what's going on, giving some reason why I have been so happy with what I've been, what what content I've got from um, from Arcade. Yep. 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 Excellent. Yes, thank you. Excellent. So now, uh, entertainment, it's never yeah. ending, you know, because that's what Apple is now, it's every, everything. It is. So It is. So on the rocks. I can't I, wait for this. I know, Friday. I know we've talked yep. about it before. I'm just letting yep. everyone know October 23, uh, Friday, October 23, uh, and it's got Bill Murray in it. So what can I say? So the story is... A young New York mother faced with sudden doubts about her marriage teams up with her larger-than-life playboy father to tail mm. her husband. What follows is a sparkling comic adventure across the city, drawing father and daughter closer together despite one detour after another. Acclaimed filmmaker Sophia Coppola brings a light touch to this blend of an exuberant love letter to New York, a generation-clash comedy about how we see relationships differently from our parents, and a funny celebration of the complications that bind modern families, even as they tie us in crazy knots. Laura, which is Rashada Jones, thinks she's happily hitched, but when her husband, Dean, Marlon Wayans, starts logging late hours at the office with a new co-worker, Laura begins to fear the worst. She turns to the one man she suspects might have insight, her charming, impulsive father, Felix, who's Bill Murray who insists they investigate the situation and as with the two beginning prowling New York at night, careening from uptown parties to downtown hotspots, they discover at the heart of their journey lies their own relationship. Then we've also got, now I've just got to change screens here, go back to me for a sec, then we go up to here while we're talking, oh, I do uh, that. Rashad Jones is a, Rashad yep. Jones is a great comedian in her own right. Yeah. Um, getting to work with someone like Bill Murray, Marlon Wayans, who's not only funny, but comes from a family of, of funny people as well. Um, Rashada is no, you know, sort of, limelight, uh, you know, like she's had her claim to fame for a long time because she's um, Quincy Jones's daughter. Uh-huh. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, he, uh, that whole team, Wayne's, Rashada, you know, Murray, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. I can't wait yeah. for it. It's going to be a great movie. <laughs> I know. I know. I can't yeah. wait either. Uh, just the clips, just the little clips that we've watched so far are hilarious. Yes. So I, can't, yeah. I can only imagine it's going to be so much better. <laughs> so you can take the next one. Excellent. Yeah. All right. So Bruce Springsteen's letter to you to debut uh debut i should say <laughs> i was reading from you know uh, uh is october 23rd bruce springsteen's letter to you captures bruce springsteen's recording his new album letter to you live with the full east street band and including final takes performances of 10 originals from the new record the feature length oh ferrette um, Verite documentary, thank you, I should know that word, features full performance from the E Street Band in studio footage never seen before. 
archival material and deeper look into Letter to You from Brinstein himself. Written by Brinstein, uh, Springsteen, and directed by his frequent collaborator, Tom Zimney. The film is a tribute to the E Street Band, to rock music itself, and to the role it has played in Springsteen's life. Cool yes. story about the E Street Band. At the moment, I'm pretty sure he has Tom Morello uh, in the E Street Band um, playing guitar. Tom Morello is the lead guitarist for Rage Against the Machine. Okay. Uh, one of my favorite guitarists in the whole world. I don't think he gets enough um, acclaim. You know, we, we talk about some of the best guitarists in the world, like you know, uh, the Vise and the, the Van Halens. Rest in peace, Eddie. Yep. Uh, it's a sad thing to lose somebody like that. But um, Tom Morello is up there, but... I don't think he gets the recognition he deserves because he is doing something completely different. Uh, you know, and, and I guess he, pardon me, hasn't been around as long as, you know, sort of the Eddie Van Halens. Yeah. With the slashes, the vise, um, and all that sort of stuff. But in the 90s, when, he, when Rage Against Machine came out, when he was making all those noises and everything with his guitar, and then they explained that they just as a young band, couldn't afford a DJ. So Tom worked out how to make all those sort of scratchy, you know, dis, you know record sounds with his guitars and, he, and, yep. and pedals. Uh, well, it's, it's a cool thing, man. It's a new style of guitar and music, you know. He, he's a brilliant guitarist. So I hope um, he's still in this because uh, I know he was playing for Springsteen for a while. Yeah, good. So, uh, so yeah, so be interesting to see. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see that. We'll find out on Friday, won't we? <laughs> yep, we certainly will. We've got a big weekend. You're right. Oh, yeah. For some reason, it kicked me out of Facebook. Okay. I was sharing the live stream and it fully kicked me out. And now it's not, I've shared it, but it's not on my Facebook page. Anyway. So, all right. Well, things here in the new OS, how do you use Backtap to trigger specific actions on your iPhone? So Backtap is where you just double tap or triple tap the back of your phone. Boom, boom. Um, now, Tech Republic reminds us, by tapping the back of your iPhone two or three times, you can launch different actions and commands when running iOS 14 or higher. Normally... You perform specific actions on an iPhone by pressing physical buttons, tapping the front screen. But with iOS 14, Apple has introduced a new and innovative way to trigger an action, command, or shortcut just by tapping the back of your phone. You can now set your iPhone to react to a double or triple tap on its back. That tapping can lead to a variety of actions such as opening the home screen, taking a screenshot, muting your phone, or calling upon Siri. It can also turn on certain accessibility features such as the magnifier or voice control and it can enable any Siri shortcut you've created on your phone. The back tapping is sensitive enough that it even works through a case. Now I've got a case on mine 
this how-to in the notes, which, again, which will be on the list. Now, I've just, to prove it works, I set it up so that I double-tap mine to turn the torch on and triple-tap it turns the torch off. And it works 90% of the time. And sometimes you do it, you know, double tap it. You do it accidentally just by picking your phone up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yes, yeah, so, son. Yes. How to use effect suggestions in the photos apps in iOS 14. iPhone Life tells us in iOS 14, the photo app has some great new features. One of the new features is effect suggestions, and it uses intelligent suggestions to improve the quality of the photos you took with the iPhone camera. The new iOS feature will help you edit your photos to be the best possible. Effect suggestions select photos that could be improved by adding a filter, adjusting the light, creating a loop, or by utilizing other effects available on your iPhone. One, open the photo app on your phone. Two, tap on the For You tab at the bottom of your screen. Three, scroll down to an, uh, scroll down to until you see. So I'm just reading what you've written in it. <laughs> <laughs> scroll down until you see effect suggestions. Four, you will see several photos to look through by swiping left or right. I know this happened. Um, <laughs> scroll it. No. Um, <laughs> that was a bad joke. I'm sorry. Once you have selected a photo, you can see what type of effects have been uh, applied to the photo. The effect suggestion is not permanent yet. But if you like the effect, you can choose to apply it. To apply the suggested effect to the photo, tap apply to to original at the bottom of the screen. We've got the notes there, so check it out. This is really cool. I love yep. because all the photos we take are the boys we take live photos. Because it's yeah, you might just get that little second of something special, you know? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, a millisecond of something special. So we always take live photos. And when we do get that little something special, we always loop it. <laughs> because it's hilarious to watch them do that silly thing, that that little wink, that little something that they were doing. Before they thought you were taking the photo. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and so you get that little loop. So you that memory is made that much more special because you get that little bit of movement. Yeah. And um yeah, and so that one that that effect is fantastic. I really Excellent. enjoy it. Yeah. That's true. It is true. And you can get lots of lots of different effects. So it's worth going in and having a look, having a play. Yeah. Absolutely. Now our next story. Before uh, we go into the next story, yeah. can you tell me live on air if the price of the iPhone 11 Pro has gone down yet. Has it gone down? Oh, the iPhone yeah. 11 Pro? Pro? Yeah. 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 Yes. Yes, it has. Because yeah. last week when they announced it, everything like that, it hadn't gone down yet. No, it I hadn't started. Check. But you're on pre-order now for the other one, so yeah. I believe it has. Yes. Excellent. 
I, I wanted to know that for me. I also wanted to know that for you, our viewers, because I know I was going to go the 12, um, but I thought I'm just going to go an 11 Pro. Um, I really want to give the camera a go and everything like that and saving that little bit of money because I'm cheap. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so are we all, though, especially in these times, you know, uh, where... <laughs> So, so many of us have lost our jobs, businesses, everything like that because of COVID. Uh, so if we can save a penny anywhere we can, yep, we do. And so that's <laughs> why I asked that. So now we know. Well, I'm on air. There you go. Yes, they have dropped. And I will be definitely looking at them again this week. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because yes. they dropped a little bit on once the pre-orders started. I'm sure they dropped. Yes. Yeah, excellent. Um, Apple HomePod. Yes, there it is there. So mm-hmm. Apple's HomePod pod will soon support Dolby Atmos, yeah. uh, Dolby Atmos with Apple TV 4K. The Verge reports Apple's HomePod is getting a lot more useful as a home cinema speaker for Apple TV 4K owners. Apple has confirmed to The Verge that an upcoming software update will let the speaker output Dolby Atmos audio as well as 5.1 and 7.1 channel audio from Apple's streaming box. Yes. That's cool. Yeah, the feature will work best when you have two Homebud speakers paired up, but also it works with just one. The new 99 HomePod Mini, though, will not support the new home cinema functionality. Dolby Atmos support arrives as Apple is overhauling the HomePod works with its streaming box. For starters, tvOS 14.2 Beta 3 allows TV 4K owners to set the HomePod as their streaming box's default speaker output, according to 9 to 5 Mac, <laughs> pardon me, meaning it shouldn't constantly force users to reselect as their audio as it previously did when connected to AirPlay 2. For now, this functionality appears require access to a non-public beta version of the operating system. And there is more in the show notes, of course. All right. So the yes. Apple TV app comes to Sony's Android TVs. Yep. It will be available on most of the company's 2019 and 2020 models. You can add... Sony TV to the growing list of places where you can download and use Apple's redesigned TV app. Sony has begun rolling out the software to its lineup of recent smart TVs, starting with the X900H. It plans to follow with selected 2018 sets and most 2019 and 2020 models by the end of the year. Yeah. As with Apple TV app on other platforms, you can use the software to access TV Plus and Apple Watches. Uh, watch Apple, sorry, that was <laughs> backwards. Uh, to access TV Plus and, wa- and watch Apple's slate of original <laughs> content. Wow. We're so professional. I'm in Greyhound and the morning show. Yep. The channel's feature feature allows you to subscribe to the networks like Showtime and Stars with Apple's family sharing feature. Up to six people in your household 
can split a single channel subscription. And if all you want to do is find a specific movie or series to rent or watch, you can do that too. Excellent. How cool is that? It yeah, is cool. More notes about cool. that as well. Remember, oh, our show notes are all there. Yep. Story six. Story six. So, YouTube Music app for Apple Watch launched ahead of Wear OS by Google ver version. Uh, Gadgets360 informs us users are required to have an Apple Watch that is Series 3 or above and runs on WatchOS 6 or above to use the app. The YouTube, uh, sorry, YouTube Music app is now, is now available for, yeah, users can now browse music collections, control playback, and select casting options directly using the app on their Apple Watch. In order to use the app, users are required to have the latest version of YouTube Music and Apple Watch that is Series 3 or above, um, the YouTube Premium subscription, and, of course, an iPhone. As Google prepares to shut down Google Play Music later this month to focus only on one music streaming platform, it has been introducing features for YouTube Music. Notability, notable, the launch of YouTube Music app on the watch comes ahead of a launch on the Wear OS by Google wearable platform. YouTube announced that the app will come with a complication, a term for a function of the part of the phone, apart from telling time, a customization feature on the Apple Watch that lets users display relevant information directly on the watch face. The YouTube music complication will give users direct access to playback controls, as well as recommendations for new songs based on their listening habits. They can also cast music from their iPhone directly to their speaker with a press of a button. Whether you're out for a run, riding your bike, or just walking around the house, YouTube Music for Apple Watch puts playback controls within easy reach. Said the YouTube Music team in a blog post, you can download it on your Apple Watch from the App Store. Again, more notes in the show notes. And just while we're talking about that, just give me a sec to get this ready. Yeah, while we're talking about that, um, I noticed in Westfield at Penrith today, they had one of the ads on the board as we were walking through, said you can listen to your Apple Music, whether it's um, your playlist or whatever, you can choose uh, using their Wi-Fi for nothing. So if you've got an Apple Music account and you're in Westfield at Penrith, you just go onto their Wi-Fi and start listening to your music so you're not using any bandwidth if you're not a Telstra customer, for example, you know. Yep. So that was that was pretty cool. And I just noticed the ad. It's not something you notice all the time. Something else that Telstra tried to tell me today is that if you buy an iPhone 12, you may have to change your plans because they're, they're 5G phones mm. and they'll only let you have a 5G plan, which may be a lot more money. Mm -hmm. So she was saying, oh, we can get you to come in and sit down with someone. I mm. said, well, you can just tell me how much it's going to cost. And she says, well, I'll get you to sit down with someone. I said, oh, don't worry about it. Yeah. And she said, you know, there's heaps of places got 5G. And I said, yeah. I can tell you a town that hasn't even got 3G. So, yeah. 
So why am I paying more for four G for five G when I can't even get three G in one town? So yeah. you know, yeah, do we get in between three and four? Yeah, so, you know, depending on who you're with. Yeah, and she said, yeah. "Oh, there's five G in Penrith, but it might be, but I, I yeah. guarantee it's not in Penrith at my place." That's right. Absolutely guarantee it. <laughs> yep. So, and I'm not that far from the CBD. You aren't. So, yes, it's a challenge, isn't it? It is. It is, and this is again some of the reasons why I was like. Mm. And one room yeah. was, I said, I get three to four G here. Yeah. And that's if, only if I'm with a Telstra based uh, provider. Yeah. I'm not personally with Telstra, I'm with another company. Uh, but they are, so that's who their support is Telstra. Yeah. Uh, so I'm lucky that way. And but you're not out in the sticks and you can't get, you can't, you can only get Telstra. Yeah. You can't, yeah, you can't get a proper Vodafone or Optus network. Nope. And you're definitely yeah. not in the sticks. <laughs> definitely not in the sticks. I'm in a suburb of Blacktown. Yeah, and you're not even on the so, outskirts of that suburb. You know, I'm you're not. not one. You know, so yeah. So yes. Uh, anyway, and this is an interesting story that I chucked in at the end. Yeah, I just thought cool. it was worth noting. Yeah, <clears throat> it is definitely worth noting. Put Bluetooth in your heart. <laughs> British female firefighter. It's, I know that's not what it says. I read it wrong, but we're just going to go with that now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, British female firefighter successfully undergoes surgery and can view data with her mobile phone. Internet reports? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it was, it was on a few of them. <laughs> okay. The internet reports. <laughs> a British firefighter became one of the first people in Europe to implant a Bluetooth device in the body. Doctor can monitor her heartbeat from a distance. This week, 34-year-old Sean Jones underwent a 10-minute operation at Southampton University Hospital to install the Bluetooth device on the heart. Hang on a minute. Yeah, yeah. say 10 minutes. Okay. Yeah, 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Yep. The new device will record her heart activity and send it to a smartphone, which can be uploaded and um, view data through MyCareLink app. Yeah. So, there so you go. basically, reading into it a bit more is they put a little, um, little diagram on you where the cut's got to be. The doctor cuts yep. it. Pushes the thing in, and yep. then basically they put one stitch over the top of it, yeah, and put put a bandage on it, and it's finished. You, you don't you don't get fully knocked out. No, you just get a local yeah. anaesthetic. Yeah, and and it's like so. How there's so that? many more people going to be able to be checked properly. I know. After That's a few, amazing. like a ten minute operation. So, yeah. All for the good of us, but that's why I yep. chucked it in there. I just thought it was one. Yep. It's not Apple specific, but it's no, it's not. But it's still cool. Yep. Especially when it's yep. got something to do with health and bettering the human race. Yes, and the advantage is too. It's coming from England. Yep. And, and they have a similar P 
public-based health system to Australia, for example. So yeah, pretty much almost identical. So yeah, yeah. as opposed to like the American money-based one. So yeah. Yep. So show promo show promotions. Show notes <laughs> yep. link each week on show upload. The link being aussiemaxone.com. AMZ357. There you will see the last six weeks of show notes. Email Michael or Zahn at AussieMaxZone.com.au. Just search Aussie Max Zone on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, whatever player you use. We had and Apple and yeah. Apple News. So search Aussie Max Zone. Uh, remind how to favorite us. Remember, so you find it and click the favorite. heart on it. That's right. Yeah. We like you, so like us. Thanks to all our supporters and listeners. Yes, very important. Thank you very much. Next week I will have – supposed to have done it by this week. I just haven't had the time to do it. I will have a fantastic bit of um, something you have to buy yeah. coming up. Just an awesome, awesome bit of information and a lot of fun. Cool. So, I just noticed yeah. a little lamp behind you. You're promoting uh, Pixar. <laughs> <laughs> Anything yeah, I can get. <laughs> All right, guys, remember, Apple a day keeps the androids away. See you later. There it is. Thank you, everybody. All the best. Thank you.